friends, welcome back to Dad's Bedtime Stories. Now don't forget that this is an independent podcast and the best way you can support us is by rating and reviewing the podcast or sharing it with others. I really appreciate it when people do that. If you have ideas for the podcast, you can always have your parents write to me at dad.bedtimestories at gmail.com. That should be down in the description as well. And now we're on to episode 123, Rebuilding the Lost City. Just remember that last time you traveled back to the lost planet of Atlantis and were able to discover the lost city of Atlantis while you were there. So just close your eyes, get as comfy as you can in your bed, and imagine yourself doing what the kid in the story does. And you wake up in an unfamiliar place. You look around the room and you remember that you're in a huge apartment in a building directly in the center of the city of Atlantis. Oh yeah, you say. I wonder if I can get anything to eat around here. You walk around the apartment to check out the different areas. And you come to one that looks sort of like a stove. The stove suddenly turns on and holographic displays shoot out from it. At first you can't read the displays, but slowly they start to shift and turn and translate themselves into English. Whoa. You read all of the options and you realize that it's some sort of menu and there's tons of stuff that you like to eat on the menu. You pick out one of your favorite breakfasts and a light glows in front of you and slowly the breakfast you chose materializes. How do they have earth food? This is really neat. You sit down at a table and slowly eat the breakfast. It tastes exactly like you wanted it to, almost as if the thing was reading your mind, but that couldn't be the case, could it? Ah, oh well, no need to think of that right now. You put down the meal and you head over to the elevator. It's probably time to explore the city a little more. You've barely seen any parts of it, you just quickly flew through the thing after you entered. When you step in the elevator, the doors close behind you, and the elevator goes up. You sort of expected it to go down, but oh well. You decide to see where this goes. The elevator stops and the doors open up, and you walk into a huge room. At first the room is dark, but as soon as you step in, the windows change colors and become transparent again, letting all of the light from outside in. Below all of the windows which surround the entire room are a whole bunch of computers and controls. You walk into the main room and all of the controls light up with bright colors. Holographic displays appear in front of you, and beside you, and basically all around you. The displays start to shift. Welcome to the Lost City. Oh, oh, who's there? You say. Spaceship? Is that you? The voice doesn't sound exactly right though. I am not Spaceship. I am the Atlantic Interface. Oh, well, nice to meet you. I'm, uh, well, I'm me. And this is Spaceship, you say. Good to meet you, Spaceship says. It is nice to meet you too, Spaceship. You have been chosen as the city's guardian. 
I am here to assist you in rebuilding the lost city to its former glory, explains the interface. Oh, uh, I'm, I'm chosen to look after the city? You feel a sense of responsibility and you get a little bit worried. You're not sure you want this much responsibility right now. Um, well, that's nice, but I, I don't really know if I'm worthy to be the city's guardian. Maybe we should just make it sink back down into the ocean for the next person. That is not possible. You have passed the tests. You are the guardian. Uh, okay, fine. But what do I do first? First, you must choose how to create the natural binomes, the voice says. Atlantis has five natural binomes. You must decide what each one will be, explains the voice. Uh, I don't see any natural binomes, you say, looking out the window. All you can really see is the city surrounding you in a huge sphere. It's a massive city, but you don't see anywhere that has nature or grass or trees or anything like that. But as you look out in the distance, you see five huge areas that begin to bubble. And slowly out of those areas arise five even bigger platforms, bigger than the city itself. Each one is absolutely massive and each one goes out in a different direction away from the city. They connect themselves to the city through a long bridge that's entirely covered by a dome itself. All of the domes are completely empty. Um, cool. So what do I do? You must select a set of creatures and habitat to go in each section, explains the voice. The first section will be displayed here. In front of you appears a screen with a whole bunch of choices. There's pictures of all different sorts of binomes with trees, snow, water, rocks, almost any kind of environment you could think of. You flip through all of them, and then you ask, is there anything from earlier on in Earth's history, like say the, uh, the Jurassic period or anything like that, you inquire? I understand. Suddenly, a set of different screens appears. All of them are habitats from dinosaur times. I, I want to pick them all, you say. All habitats selected. The dome starts to glow a bright color. And slowly you see things starting to form inside it. When the light disappears, you see the entire thing is full of vegetation, and it looks like it's from the Jurassic period, just like you wanted. Except it's split up into different sections. Each one is absolutely massive, but each one has kind of its own thing going on. There's a water section, a leafy green section, a rocky section with huge trees, all in one of the domes. What kind of animal species would you like to inhabit this dome? Asks the voice of the Atlantis interface. Uh, dinosaurs, obviously, but I don't want them to fight each other. I want them to all be tame dinosaurs. 
understood dinosaurs being genetically modified now, says the voice. You watch as the dome glows a bright color again, but something seems to go wrong. You see sparks flying from different parts of the dome, and the whole city starts to rumble for a bit. DNA mix-up, DNA mix-up, says the voice. DNA corrupted, DNA corrupted. Uh, that doesn't sound good. What happened? It seems we have mixed the DNA of different species together. It is creating unexpected results. You look back out the window at the dome that's starting to grow the dinosaurs and you see that there are creatures that are starting to appear in the dome but they only sort of look like dinosaurs. They look like weird mixtures of different kinds of dinosaurs. Half bird, half toothed, half crab, half octopus. The creatures being created inside the dome seem to have the head of a Tyrannosaurus, the body of a crab with a long dinosaur tail, wings, and eight super long tentacles sticking out of their sides. Is that what you meant to create, you ask? No, something went wrong. Uh, can we just try to reset it? No, the reset button is located in the center of the dome. Of course it is, you say. All right, well, we'll venture in there and reset it. Come on, spaceship, you say. You walk straight into the elevator and spaceship, the size of a toy, floats right beside your head and hovers beside you. The elevator moves down and opens up at the bottom floor. You walk outside the building and the spaceship begins to glow and transforms back into a long hoverboard. You jump on board the long hoverboard and it floats up into the air and flies through the city of emerald and diamond buildings all the way to the entrance to the one biodome. As you enter the biodome, you see creatures banging on the other end of it, trying to break through the shield and out into the city. One of them is massive, three times larger than any T-Rex you've ever seen before, with huge powerful tentacles and sharp claws attached to really muscular arms. Oh, and did I mention wings? It also has wings. The creature is punching the side of the dome with its claws. And to your chagrin, the door is starting to crack and break, and it's about to bust open. Spaceship, we need to stop this. Turn into the mech suit, you say. Spaceship transforms into a large robotic mech suit once again. The back opens up and you jump inside and it wraps around your body. Again, you're in charge of a very powerful robot suit. Just as you enter it, the door on the other side of the dome breaks and a huge Tyrannosaurus crab octopus flying thing starts running straight at you. Well, not really running, it more kind of uses its tentacles to pull itself forward while it glides on its wings. It's super strange. As it passes you trying to head for the city, you duck down as low as you can and use all of your power to jump up as high as you can. You fly up in the air 
and you punch the dinosaur octopus right in the stomach. Nothing really happens. I mean, this thing is absolutely massive. You fall back down to the ground, but the big difference is it notices you. It quickly spins around and pulls itself down to the level that you're standing on, stares in your face, and roars a powerful roar. You can feel the heat of its breath and the terrible smell Ugh, as it passes by you. Spaceship, uh, we might need a better plan. Do you have any control collars or anything on you? Unfortunately, I do not, Spaceship says. What? Why? I don't know, Spaceship answers. Alright, well, start printing one now just in case we need it later. Understood. In the meantime, we'll need some sort of different plan. How about rope? Do you have rope? Yes, I have rope. Okay, get the thrusters ready. Spaceship gets the thrusters ready, and a small piece of rope pops out of your left robot hand. The dinosaur octopus shoots a tentacle towards you, and as it does, you step to the side, loop around the tentacle with a rope, and tie it in a knot very quickly. With the one tentacle in your grasp, you begin to fly up in the air. You lead the tentacle up and around the creature, around its head, around its arms, trying to get it as tangled as you possibly can. Then you pull it as tight as you possibly can. The creature comes at you with one of its other arms, and again you step to the side, grab it with another piece of rope, and begin flying it in the opposite direction around the octopus tangling it up as much as you possibly can once again. You land on the ground in front of it, and it looks pretty silly now, half tied up with two of its own tentacles. This time it jumps at you with its mouth open. Thinking quickly, you pull a bow staff out of the back of the robot, a long metal stick. Right as the huge dinosaur opens its jaw as large as it can and jumps forward to bite you, you jam the stick between its two jaws quickly, holding them open. The creature looks very frustrated, shaking its head, trying to get the stick out of its mouth, but luckily you've trapped it well enough for now. While it's distracted, you begin wrapping up its other tentacles, you grab onto one, spin it around its legs, its arm, its head, and tightening it, then another, and another, and another, and another, until all you're left with is an octopus dinosaur that's all tangled up in a huge ball with a bow staff keeping its jaws open. It doesn't look particularly happy, but at least it's taken care of for now. You jump forward using the thrusters from the mech suit and fly directly into the habitat. You break through trees easily, flying to the center of the habitat as quickly as you can. You see a couple other octopus dinosaur creatures, but you just try to avoid them, heading straight for the center of the dome. Eventually you see a post at the center of the dome that must be marking the reset button. You fly right up beside it and Spaceship lands with its back to the post. The back of Spaceship's mech suit body opens up and you step out of it and turn around. Behind you, on the side of the post, you find a little control panel. You begin pressing all of the different buttons until something pops up that says reset area. You press the reset button and a siren starts to go off. There's a loud beeping sound and you decide it might be better to get out of here. 
you jump back in the mech suit which automatically closes behind you and immediately take to the air, blasting forward as fast as you can with the thrusters on spaceship. You easily blast out of the dome, into the hallway, and back into the main part of the city. You turn around and you watch as the dome lights up a huge and bright color. You have to turn your eyes away because it's so blinding. When the light dissipates, you look back and you see a normal dinosaur habitat. There's dinosaurs spread through all areas of this place and it looks like the perfect jungle, mixed of course with an air and water habitat as well, just to keep all the dinos happy. You watch as Tyrannosaurus rexes walk next to other dinosaurs they'd never be with. They just seem friendly, and each one of them has a built-in saddle. You didn't even expect that part. Huh, well, we'll have to have more fun in there tomorrow, I guess. I'm getting kind of tired. Mexu fighting always takes it out of me. Spaceship transforms around your body, back into a hoverboard, then you step on top of it. It floats up in the air, through the city, and back towards the central tower. You enter the doors at the base of the tower and walk into the elevator once more. As if it knows where you're planning to go, the elevator zooms up to the same place you slept the night before, and the doors open up. You walk into the empty apartment, over to the bed, and you climb inside once again. Somebody seems to have made it while you were gone, leaving the sheets just perfectly crisp. You pull them up over your body and you close your eyes. You take long, slow and deep breaths and notice anywhere you're holding tension. Each time you find some, you let the tension melt away, allowing yourself to sink down deeper and deeper into the bed. And with each breath, you let out a little more tension and sink down just a little more until it feels like you're sleeping on a cloud. You close your eyes and just allow yourself to drift away to dreams of new adventures to come. Good night, everyone. <laughs>